Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by the founder of Positive Vibes magazine. He is a mental health and disability advocate. His magazine focuses on telling authentic stories about mental health, wellness, and inspiration. So we're going to be talking to him about his story and everything that he's up to. He's also an entrepreneur. His name is Zane Landon. Zane, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah, you gave a great introduction. <laughs> but uh, I am 24 years old. I have lived in Chino my whole life. I have experienced mental health conditions from a young age, which really geared me to be an ally. I became a more serious, proactive advocate during my university time because that was a time where my mental health was pretty scattered more than ever. I was definitely, you know, at a really low point. This was like, I think my third year, um, you know, engaged in self-harm, a lot of things that, you know, was unfortunate that I was doing and I wasn't focused. There was a lot going on in my life. So after that, you know, I actually took the semester off because of that. And then, you know, I kind of, I don't want to say reinvented myself, but kind of looked at life a different way uh, and kind of took advantage of that. And, you know, I learned the best way to take care of myself and my mental health after that. And like I said, even though I experienced it when I was a kid, wasn't to that magnitude. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of things really changed. And that's when I became more of a serious advocate because I kind of realized that the way I was feeling even though I felt alone, you know, most of the time we're not. We just feel that way, especially when things are stigmatized or things aren't talked about. So, you know, I, re- I realized that more people, thousands or millions, I mean, are experiencing what I was. And I didn't want people to experience that. And so I became more of a serious advocate. And that's why I still continue to do that today. Um, and then the disability side is, you know, when I got more involved in mental health, I learned about the important intersection of disability and mental health, which is not talked about too much, especially with me growing up with as neurodiverse and, you know, kind of struggling in school for the longest time. Getting accommodations helped me a lot. Um, then I became more of an advocate for disability as well, even though they are the same. Um, but you know, at the time, I didn't realize that, you know, disability and mental health are the same. And so... Mm, but it's interesting because you'll have you, sometimes you'll see a disconnect where you'll have mental health advocates that don't advocate for disability, which is okay. But sometimes they're not even aware that they're the same thing. Um, so that's why I make that distinction. So that is kind of my story and why I identify as you know an activist and advocate for those communities. And yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Well, you also the, the founder of Landing Dreams. Tell us about that and tell us what that company does. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'll start off with the magazine because it goes into that. I mean, I started the Positive Eyes magazine in May of 2020. 
to address the lack of the representation of mental health stories in the mainstream media, which I think is still a problem being faced today. That, you know, when you can have the media report authentic stories, you'll see people actually start caring about the subject more. Um, but, you know, mental health is still something rarely talked about in the media. And I think once we see change uh, in that, we'll see a bigger change, significant change in the, in the country. Maybe not as big as I'm thinking, but more of an understanding, I hope. Um, and so I started the magazine because of that. And it, it was just, a, it's just a digital magazine. Um, and we interview people, you know, across the globe that have experienced mental health conditions or mental health advocates and just, just have different stories, different things to share, things that they used to heal. Um, and then it was recently that I did Landing Dreams PR because a, uh, someone we feature, her name is Aisha, she reached out to me because her and I kind of kept a relationship after the feature. And she uh, kind of requested <laughs> that I be her publicist. And at the time I was in school studying in public relations. So I was learning a bit about that, but I wasn't an expert. I did inform her that I was still a student, didn't know too much about what I was doing. And I uh, decided to kind of create my own brand out of that or an agency because I had other people I could represent that I knew from the magazine. So the magazine really helped me create that network where I can provide that service. So what I did was I just kind of supported them, you know, advocated for them to get on platforms, podcasts, magazines. I don't really do it as much anymore because I'm moving into a new full-time career right now. It was something I did for a while and I was able to get, um, you know, my clients that I had onto pretty interesting podcasts and different speaking engagements. So that was exciting. Okay. Well, you also went to Washington DC for the first mental health youth action forum. Tell us all about that and what you did and, and what that experience was like. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was, a. Uh... A phenomenal experience, something that I was really proud to be a part of and really proud to see the admin Biden administration take care in mental health and actually drive this conversation that we don't really get to see often. Um, but it was a it was a conglomeration of the White House, MTV, and several, several mental health nonprofits who all came together to host this forum. It was, you know, it was hosted by MTV, but it had so much more support from all these different organizations. Uh, I saw the application in November, December, and, you know, I kind of convinced myself I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> so I think that, you know, even with the stuff that we accomplished, we, we still don't, you know, see our values. So I applied because, you know, I think it's important to hit the apply button. I wasn't really confident that I was going to get it though. Um, and then, well, luckily, you know, a month or two later, you know, I was informed that I was a semi-finalist, submitted another application, and then lucky enough, I got in. Uh, I mean, yeah, and I say lucky because, you know, they didn't choose that many people, and it was really competitive, so I was I was really proud, and I really do think the magazine is the reason why that I was able to do that, um, just because it was my own venture, something I personally did myself, um, and I just gained such a such a more like understanding of mental health as I was interviewing a lot of people. So I think that helps so much. Um, but the experience, there was a, you know, an online portion before we actually attended the forum in May. And so we kind of 
learn about one another. We got to speak to people from NTV in the White House even before we attended in person. But that was like six to seven weeks. So it was kind of like it was designed as kind of a boot camp in a way, which was pretty cool. But um, when we actually were there, you know, it was kind of a surreal experience, uh, especially since that was, I mean, I've been in Washington, D.C. like a long time ago, but this was, I don't really remember it that well. But this was a really good experience to be there again. And even though there wasn't enough time, because the forum was only three days, uh, it was still a, a neat experience to, you know, be in a place like Washington, D.C. And then the the forum itself was Wednesday, which was at the White House where we were kind of all sitting on this podium <laughs> or this stage where um, they chose six of the 30 of us to speak. I wasn't chosen, but it was it was still really cool to hear their stories. And I got to meet really fascinating people like in the, that were in the audience that were high up government people, um, worked for federal government. And then there was, you know, the people that also spoke, which was there was Dr. Murthy, the Surgeon General, Dr. Biden, the First Lady. Um, and they had Selena Gomez there as the keynote because she has her, um, you know, her share of mental health experiences as well. And I think she came out with a new documentary about it. So and then so then after the forum and it was broadcasted on different television stations, which is really cool. And then after the event, we kind of went back into where we were waiting, this blue room that they had, like this little room that you can see the like the front of the White House. Like you can see from behind it. It's pretty cool. Um, and then <laughs> we were fortunate enough that Biden did show up, President Biden, that came in and kind of talked to us um, about his experience and thanking us for the work that we do. Uh, and it was a, it was a good experience because on the press release, they didn't mention he'd be there. <laughs> so even the uh, people who planned this, I don't think that they knew he would be there. I think he definitely took the time of his schedule to rush to see us. Cause he only spent like 10 minutes with us and had to leave right away. Um, but overall it was an amazing experience that I am really privileged to have. Not a lot of people can say that. Um, and I do not take that lightly. Like, I think it's a really important and I take that experience wherever I go. So everywhere I go, I'm always going to be advocating um, on behalf of mental health and making people feel psychologically safe or, you know, provide, try and spread resources to people that need it, anything I can do. So yeah, that's my experience at the, at the forum. Wow. That's pretty exciting there. So explain to people why mental health is important to you. I know each person has their own story, but why is it important to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you know, I explained a little bit why it's important. I mean, I have my lived experience, you know, experienced it from a young age, but I think that, you know, people forget that every single person has mental health. Not everyone has mental health conditions, you know, they're diagnosable, but we all have mental health. We all have physical health. Um, and that's why it's important. But the main reason why it's important is because we can see the drastic effects that untreated mental health can have on someone. Um, you know, whether it leads to violence or if it leads to suicide, like people's lives are lost when untreated mental health lingers on too much. Uh, and we see it all the time. I mean, there's what the stat is like, either it's 240 or 280. Every single time a person dies by suicide, there's at least 280 or 240 stats or two. 240 to 80 um, uh, attempts. So 
you know, there's so many lives being attempted to be taken. Um, and there's lives that are just lost every day to suicide and the, you know, the journey of mental health. Um, and, you know, it's not that mental health leads to this. It's the untreatedness of it. So, you know, like, you know, a lot of people assume that people with mental health conditions are violent, but, you know, rarely they are actually, if you look at the stats, it's like three to 5% of people with mental health conditions are violent, but, you know, for the most part, it's not even due to the nature of their mental health. It, it could be just the untreatedness of it. And because it's untreated, it leads to that, um, you know, and that's why someone who their mental health is not being addressed and they're living with it, then they try to die by suicide. And it's like, so people's lives are literally being lost. And that's why mental health is really important. And it's just really important to always take care of yourself holistically, you know, body, mind, spirit, every single thing you want to take care of. And so we're focused on taking care of our bodies, which is good. But we're not going to be holistically healthy unless we take care of our mind too um, and our spirit. So I think that's why it's important. Well, in your bio, you talk about grieving. So mm -hmm. explain to people what grieving means to you and how people can overcome their fears. I mean, for me, I never thought, I mean, grieving is kind of a fear of mine. Um, I mean, because I experienced it last year, January of 2021, my mom passed away. And so that was hard. And I, I've experienced grief before, but not like that. And so, um, you know, I, I, it is kind of a fear. I just I didn't think it was before. I never even thought about it because I always, I never saw anything like that happening. But to me, grief is losing anything, you know, losing something. If it's losing yourself, losing a, uh, a memento or an object or losing a loved one or losing a, an animal or a pet, losing something that you care deeply about. That's what I think. Or something that impacts your identity. Um, so that's why I think grieving is. And, you know, people overcoming their fears. I think it's interesting. I mean, you know, overcoming your fear of grief is, that's a hard one. But, you know, overcoming your fears, like like public speaking or taking that leap, I think the important thing is just to try it um, or put yourself out there. And you don't have to go that completely out there. Um, I think some people think it's all or nothing. There's nothing wrong with going from zero to five instead of going from zero to 100. I think that's where a lot of people make a mistake, including myself, because I, I do that a lot too, something that we all do. Um, but I think it's important to, you know, relieve your anxiety or to reduce your fears. It's just put yourself out there. Um, you know, if you want to, if you really want to face your fears um, and just take baby steps and take one day at a time. Like I said, I think people go from zero to a hundred too quickly. And then when they go to a hundred, they get overwhelmed and then they end up going back to zero instead of going from five to 10 to 15 and slowing down and trying to make it this progressive journey rather than something you want a quick fix for. Um, you know, that's why even sometimes with people who try and lose weight, you know, including myself, we'll go from zero to 100 and then we'll we'll get burnt out real quickly. And so that is what my advice is on that. Hopefully that answers your question. It definitely does. Tell us about any current upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about. Oh, um, <laughs> not yet. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of starting my own podcast on mental health or imagination, bringing in people to talk about that unexplored 
uncharted territory, which I think is really cool. That might be something. Uh, and then the last thing is I am moving to Washington, D.C. Actually, come full circle because I just went there in May. But I'll be moving there for a new job. So I'm really looking forward to that. So those are the two main things I'm probably going to be working on that are new projects. Okay, well, congratulations on that new job. Th throw out your you. contact information, your website. How can people keep keep in touch with you and keep up with everything you're doing as far as mental health advocacy and disability advocacy? Sure, yeah, definitely reach out. I mean, you can you have my name, Zane Landon. That's my handle on everything. Um, on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. So you can connect with me on there. And you mentioned the magazine. The handle is Positive Vides Mag, and you can find that on Instagram and other platforms as well. So that's a way of keeping in contact with me on my personal Instagram and LinkedIn. And yeah, please definitely reach out if you have any questions about anything. All right. Close us out with some final thoughts, maybe something that I forgot to touch on that you would like to talk about or any final thoughts that you have for the listeners. Mm. I don't have... There's not, I don't think there's anything that I didn't want to talk about, um, but I just kind of want to stress the importance of just trying to just taking care of yourself and giving yourself the grace that you need. I think that we're, I think as people, we're so like hard on ourselves, of course, more than anyone else. We hear that all the time we are our own worst enemy, but we still have to hear it all the time. You know, even though people say it's cliche, like we already know. Doesn't seem like we get it though, <laughs> you know, because everyone, including myself, we all have a hard time still taking care of ourselves and just giving yourself a, you know, graceful moment or period, you know, when you make a mistake or you do something or there's an error, there's nothing wrong with that. We're not robots, we're humans. Um, and then also, you know, celebrate yourself every day, you know, try and find that, you know, if you, you don't think you have a win, try and find that small win to, you know, to share victory with. Cause I think that's important when you celebrate yourself and you see your worth. Um, and then, if you don't, if you start seeing yourself or you start, if you start seeing the things that you didn't notice every day and you start celebrating yourself, convincing yourself that you are worth it, um, I think is what's important, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't see their worth, again, including myself. Um, so these are things that I do to try and help myself see that it's easy to forget your accomplishments or your backstory or your journey, but it's important to keep them alive um, and give yourself that celebration ladies and gentlemen positive vibe max zane landon check him out check out everything that he's up to and support him in any way you can if you enjoy this episode or like this show please be sure to tell a friend also follow rate review share this episode to as many people as possible zane thank you for your time thank you for all that you're doing in regards to mental health advocacy and disability advocacy. Awesome. Thank you again. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.